Cricket presents The Campfire, and today we are talking District 35A, Division 1. The schools in this nine-team district include Alito, Azel, Burleson Centennial, Denton Ryan, South Hills, The Colony, Northwest, Saginaw, and Brewer. Let's analyze these teams in our film session. When this district was formed during the last realignment, we felt this district would be fun, and it most certainly was. However, in 2023, the graduation bug looks to have hit most of the schools in this district. Well, most schools not named Alito, that is. The defending 5A Division I state champs are about as loaded as they've ever been and are favorites to repeat as district champs. Maybe state champs. District MVP Haas Haney returns behind center along with first-team running back Hawk Patrick Daniels. And their defense will drive district foes nuts, with Devon Keyes returning at linebacker and Jaden Allen and Chris Johnson back in the secondary. Burleson Centennial only lost to one team last year, but it just so happened to be the Bearcats. Twice. They've graduated dual threat Phillip Hamilton, but first-team cornerback Iverson Moore will go both ways for the Spartans, as he'll take over the quarterback position. Denton Ryan is one of the district's greatest mysteries. They had a ton of experience move on and will be looking to underclassmen to lead them. Watch out for junior linebacker Dylan Arkansas to have a huge year for the Raider defense. The Colony missed the postseason by a game last year, but they return offensive newcomer of the year Carson Cox at quarterback. Just a Northwest pass-happy offense earned them a playoff spot last year, and they'll air it out again. But they'll have to do it with a whole new cast of characters, as graduation took away most of their starters. A couple of teams that could have bounce-back seasons are Azel and Brewer. The Bears had a solid ground attack last year, and that is intact again for 2023. Azel was only 3-7 a year ago, but head coach Devin Doris isn't one to stay down long, so expect the Hornets to fight for a top-four spot. Saginaw and South Hills finished with a combined two wins on the season and will battle for respectability in this tough district. Switch to Cricket and get a free Moto G 5G with your new plan. Smile, you're on Cricket. Players on the Rise is brought to you by Parker University. Do you or your student want a career training the world's best athletes? Check out our bachelor's degree in strength and human performance today. For an even deeper look at 35A Division I, here's producer Ward Fasold and insider Matt Diggs with the District Breakdown. District Breakdown time, 35A Division I. I got my guy Diggs over there. He's the high school insider, and he has got some things to say about this district. Hey, remember last year when we talked about uh, it was, they put this district together and we we're like, hey, six teams finished in first place last year. I don't know who's going to make the playoffs. And now, from what I read from you on Twitter, we don't know who's going to make the playoffs for another reason because they're all not as talented. Talk yeah, to- like last year we had we had the senior senior class of all senior classes. Just about everybody outside of Alito graduated all of their top players. And, and you start to look at this district and really start to break it down. I was like, you know, the very first thing I do when I go through these things is I kind of go look at the all-district teams. I'm like, okay, who's coming back? Who's going to be players that we need to keep an eye on? And you kind of go uh, dig into huddle and, and do some research. And you look at that all-district list last year, and just about everybody on the first team and second team who wasn't from Alito were all seniors. And you start to see the names of everybody who graduated, you know, Philip Hamilton and Anthony Hill. And, and all of a sudden you're like, you know, Jake Strong. You know, you're looking at all these players who have graduated, and you're like, who's going to fill their shoes? And then you start looking – and you start looking at some of these JV teams, and it's like it, it's going to be a, a lot of people's JV teams are coming up in, in, in complete totality. It is a it is a mess in this district. Uh, Alito is probably with this kind of a setup 
uh, really set, you know, pretty much guaranteed a trip to the state semifinals. Now, will they get out of the state semifinals? I think I'll have some things to say about that as we break down the Lido. Uh, but this district is not a strong district. My official all too early picks. I've got Alito number one, Burleson Centennial number two, Denton Ryan number three, uh, four through four, Justin Northwest five, the Colony six, Azel seven, Saginaw eight, and four, South Hills number nine. Well, it'll be an exciting district, and let's hope uh, Alito doesn't get any bullying letters uh, sent to him other than Fort Worth because they look heads and tails above. But we'll talk 4-5A Division One next week. I know you're excited to talk about all of the great teams in the Metroplex next week, like Colleen Shoemaker. We will talk about all those Metroplexers later. We'll post the entire breakdown segment this Wednesday on our social media pages. Now let's take a look at some game changers and our Players on the Rise presented by Parker University. Let's start off by talking about a Hoss, Alito quarterback Hoss Haney. He threw for almost 2,100 yards and 20 touchdowns while rushing for just under 1,300 yards and 15 more scores. Hoss is an undersized QB but makes up for it with top-end speed. Haney was 3-5A's overall MVP last year as he led Alito to a state title. He verbally committed to TCU in April. Burleson Centennial's Iverson Moore could be the most interesting player in the entire district. Although many athletes play on both sides of the ball in Class 5A's highest division, it's rare to see a starting quarterback go both ways. That's what Moore will be doing for the Spartans. Iverson was a lockdown corner for Centennial last year and earned first-team all-district accolades. This year, he is head coach Kyle Geller's best option to replace Phillip Hamilton at quarterback, so don't expect to see Moore spend much time on the sidelines. One of the best returning running backs in the district is Brewers' Makai Elmore. Through six games last season, Elmore rushed for 731 yards and eight touchdowns. Those numbers will go up with a full 10 games under his belt in 2023. Makai also plays strong safety and linebacker for the Bear defense, so he'll be another athlete in this district who won't take too many plays off. Devon Keyes is one of many defensive standouts we could have highlighted for Alito, but we chose Keyes because he's a true game changer. Devon recorded 129 tackles, forced three fumbles, and returned an interception to the house last year for the Bearcats. Always around the ball, Keyes is one of the main reasons Alito could be in line for another state title. Devon verbally committed to LSU in March. Switch to Cricket and get four lines for $25 each per month. Plus, unlimited nationwide 5G. Smile, you're on Cricket. Players on the Rise is brought to you by Parker University. Check out our bachelor's degree in strength and human performance today. Our Ward Fasol cut up to Centennial head coach Kyle Geller to talk about his Spartans in our Media Day segment. All right, it's Media Day. We are talking 3-5-A Division One, and we are joined with head coach Kyle Geller of Burleson Centennial. Coach, coming into this district last year after realignment, the first thing I noticed that there were six teams that had a piece of a district title the year before, and I was like, oh my goodness, this district is going to be ridiculous. And it played out just like that. You guys, you guys finished up second, just behind the state champion team. Uh, the only team that beat you, right? They yeah, we were uh, twenty-two, and they beat us both times. So, talk a little bit how you guys, your experience with the district last year, and, and kind of what your your now that you've gone through it once, what you hope to see next year. Obviously, you're going to have some new coaches in there, especially 
with that top team. But talk a little bit about that district. Well, you know, I remember when uh, when that district was formed on realignment day. You know, when it came out, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then I get a text from uh, Azel's head coach, you know, Coach Doris, and and he said, "I don't know who we pissed off at the UIL." That's <laughs> <You know? laughs> one of the funniest things. I started laughing, but uh, yeah, it's a really tough district. And I think it showed, you know, in the playoffs and whatnot, uh, we, we represented ourselves pretty good and um, just top to bottom pretty pretty darn good, and it's only going to get better. And we got three months to worry about that, right? We can figure yeah, out yeah. in three months. Hey, I, I appreciate you joining us, Coach. Uh, oh, you bet. Especially in May. It's good luck during the, the off-season workouts, and I hope uh, it's just an exciting district as it was last year. Yeah, man, I, I really appreciate you having me on. I'm excited about it. I'm, you know, we're in the throes of spring football right now, so I'm I'm fired up. We had a great practice this morning, an hour and a half, man. Every guy's getting after it. So, love Texas high school football, man. It's the hey, greatest man. greatest uh, sport in, in America. I, I, we definitely concur with that, Coach. Thanks again. All right, you take care. You can catch the entire interview Friday on our social media channels. That's going to do it for this week's Campfire. Next week, we'll dive into District 4, 5A, Division 1. Until then, have a great week, everybody.